Hey there, I'm Melissa Merrill, a professional home organizer since 2011 and now a speaker, author, course creator, and coach. I created Pro Organizer Bootcamp for aspiring home organizers and decluttering experts who need a kick in the pants to take their business to the next level. Each week, I bring you an action-packed episode filled with tips, tricks, and inspiration to help you build your own professional organizing company. Be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review. Let's dive in. Oh my gosh, I am so excited to be here with Pooja. She is from Wellness in Chicago, Illinois, here in the United States. How the heck are you, Pooja? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to meet you somewhat IRL, somewhat in real life. Um, you know, the face the, from Instagram that I speak to so often. Yeah. I know. Thank you so much for inviting me to your podcast today. Yeah, I know we're going to get into some awesome stuff. I'm sure everyone is curious about you and how you got started. It sounds like you've been doing this for about six months. So you yeah. are growing like crazy, which I just love to see. And tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, sure. So I have loved organizing since I was a kid. And this really stems from the way my dad raised us, always prioritizing organization and efficiency in our upbringing. And of course, you know, I didn't know I wanted to be a professional organizer till very recently. But um, before this, I was working for fashion wholesale and trade shows for 10 years in New York City. She worked in New York City, guys, which I just found out like right before we popped on. And I just think that's so cool. Like if you can make it in fashion in New York City, like I'm pretty sure you're a boss ass bitch. So like that Thank is you. so cool. Yeah. So like I focused a lot on planning processes, time management. And while I was always enjoying like what I was doing, I wasn't completely feeling fulfilled and I wanted to do something that was more rewarding. Um, and with the pandemic changing the landscape for almost every industry and everyone's lives, I decided to take advantage of this moment of the world resetting, basically. And I started to really reflect on what would fulfill me. I knew the answer right away was starting my own business with a focus in wellness and mental health, but I didn't exactly know what I could do within my skill sets that would allow for this. And um, so then in 2020, in the midst of the pandemic, I decided to move from New Jersey to Chicago and I bought my very first home here. That is so cool. Okay, you are officially <laughs> a boss bitch if you own a home as well in a metropolitan area like Chicago. That is so cool. Now, um, so with the move and a pivot, like a big yeah. pivot, you know, my book is called Pivoting with Purpose. And I wrote my book during the pandemic, you know, the year of the pivot, the truly right. the year of the pivot. Yeah, um, and we saw that so often. We saw so many people, you know, it, at least here in my own community in San Diego, like so many estheticians and nail techs and hairstylists, gym owners, wedding planners, event planners, wedding photographers, you know, all of these people that were basically like now out of work. It was just yeah. a huge time to pivot. So I love that you just kind of grabbed it by the balls and just went with it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's exactly what I did. And after um, my now husband and I moved in, I started to organize and set up my home in a way that motivated me and him to be efficient and systematic and balanced. And it just finally opened my eyes to the fact that I've always had a natural talent in organizing and that this is how I can contribute 
to someone else's well-being. And so I love then, that. Thank you. And then so like after I organized like a majority of my home first, I started to transform spaces for my friends and my family um, before I went through the process of like opening an LLC and whatnot. And almost instantly, like I had proof of concept. Um, people felt productive and a relief from anxiety in their home after I had organized and built systems. And so wellness was born this year with that mission to promote better mental health and habits for clients um, through organizing. That makes so much sense why you decided to name the business Wellnest. I didn't know that. You know, again, this is our first time meeting and I, you know, we follow each other on the gram and we've emailed each other back and forth a few times, but that makes so much sense because it really does help people's mental, emotional, and physical health when they can declutter and downsize and get organized. I just find so many times, um, you know, when I was organizing for a billion years that they would get so attached to their stuff and stuff truly does have emotions. And it's just amazing. Like what happens when you clear that space? Like what are the results that you notice within your clients after you come in and do your magic? I've just, I've noticed that like this common thread of them realizing that consumerism isn't always the answer and, you know, being like, like being quick to buy things off of Instagram, um, you know, maybe I need to rethink about that. Maybe I need to like think about it before I buy it. Um, and I kind of notice that they ask me questions about, you know, like how can I go about figuring out what I need versus what I want? And it is this, this dialogue um, about better mental health um, after I've, you know, I've organized their space. So um, that's just been, that's been so like great to see. Um, and it's been, it's been rewarding. Like I, I love making that impact in people's lives and for them to like focus more on like the thing, the, the, the important things on their life in their lives versus like, you know, what they can buy. Yeah. It's like making room for what truly matters. Like instead of just stuffing your space with crap. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to yeah. America where we over shop <laughs> and over consume and all the things. Um, yeah. And so like when you were, you know, starting your business and you came from the fashion world, like you mentioned, you know, you were probably used to understanding like P&Ls and business, you know, just anything nitty gritty with business. I think a lot of women that come through my program might not have that huge of a background, like working for a large fortune 500 company, like I did, or like yeah. you did with, you know, really being in the weeds with like day to day running a business. Right. Um, so did you find it pretty easy to like, just get up and running fast? I, I did. Um, I think because I was in sales for so long, um, I was in wholesale fashion and then I was in, um, trade show sales. And so having that sales background and training for so many years, it, it definitely made it easier for me to, you know, obviously sell what I'm doing now. So like when I have these consultations, I, I know how to go about talking about it, kind of know like the do's and don'ts and having to really listen to what my clients say rather than spending a lot of time talking myself. And, you know, all those things really do matter. Um, so I would say that, yes, I, I felt like it was, maybe easier for me than someone that maybe doesn't have um, that kind of background, but it's definitely doable. That's for sure. Whether you yeah. have that background or not. 
Yeah, it's cool to see like how quickly you've got your website up, your social media handles, your brand fonts, your colors, your logo, all of that looks amazing. So how did you do it? Like, did you outsource a lot of that or did you do it on your own? No, I mean, I actually, you know, I actually did it all on Canva. And um, I know that you kind of talk about that in your course. And it's an amazing um, resource where it it's essentially free. Um, they obviously do have a premium version, but I just had the free version. And really, I mean, what helped also is like, I was in fashion for 10 years. So I definitely developed like a liking for a certain palette and aesthetic over time. And I just knew that I wanted the branding to be clean, con contemporary, yet comforting since it's about, you know, promoting um, mental health. And so I started to put together more common colors. And that's how I landed on like sages and creams and grays when I was playing around in Canva. And then I have birds in the logo that kind of signify the feeling of like liberation. And I chose the name and the birds to be like encircled within a minimalist looking nest to tie it all together. Um, and that was all just in, in Canva um, myself. I, I worked so on cool. it for like maybe two days. <laughs> you're just like me you're like okay let's just get this done I have the idea yep. and you have to start with that like you have to start with like two things one your why like why are you doing this what's your mission what's your vision just like you knew like I knew I was always destined to help people with mental health and wellness you know like now's the time let's go all in and then two you were able to really think of that ideal client avatar and that niche that you could target in your market. You know, Chicago is not an yeah. easy place to do business. Neither is New Jersey, neither is New York City. And like coming into a large metropolitan area, you know, you look at your market share, you look around, there might be 400, 500 other organizers. You know, just before we popped on, we were talking about how crazy the influx of new organizers coming into the business has been over the past yeah. year. Um, and so I just, I admire that in you where you're like, okay, I took my why, I took my ideal client avatar and then I put it together and here's the logo and it's like, perfect. I just love it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I feel like you could really, I think at first it could be very, um, overwhelming or intimidating to like, to come into a metropolitan area and figure out how to do this thing where that's already kind of saturated, but Honestly, it's, it's like what you mentioned is like finding your niche. And I think you do like a great job of, of explaining that. And I think once you find that niche, you realize like there's a space for everybody um, in even like a, even something that it, I wouldn't say it's like very saturated in Chicago, but even in a market, in a, a landscape where there are a lot of professional organizers, there's definitely like a space for you. And I, I just think that like, once you figure that out, like you mentioned, then it's like, you just roll with it. Yeah, there totally is room for everyone. And I think like, it's just crazy how many people now think of pro organizing as an essential service for their home. So, you know, just like wealthier people, you know, pro organizing is going to be always pretty much a luxury service, right? It's not like a have yeah. to have, it's a nice to have for most people, but just like housekeeping, you know, having someone come in for weekly, sure. bi-weekly to really clean up your space. Like that people don't blink an eye at that, you know? And so I think exactly. our organizing really is like on its way to becoming this super essential business. So it's really exciting. You don't need to go from zero to a hundred real quick. Here at Pro Organizer Bootcamp, we're all about taking baby steps to success. 
As you're learning how to start out on your journey in pro organizing, it can be extremely overwhelming. You're not just trying to figure out how to color code books on a bookshelf or organize cereals and grains into pretty glass jars. You're also being bombarded with overwhelming thoughts about how to accept payments, confirm appointments, gather online reviews, build a website, grow a social media presence, file for a business license, and about a million other things. Hell, you might not even know how to get your very first paying client or how to get your name out there in your local community so you can actually test those waters and see if you even like this whole Marie Kondoing home editing thing after all. Once you're in a state of overwhelm, chances are you'll freeze and stop creating any momentum in your budding business. And no one wants that. The Pro Organizer Bootcamp course presents the information on how to start your business in an easy to follow bite-sized format. I'm here to guide you, so let's dive right on in. Check it out on Instagram, Facebook, or Pinterest at Pro Organizer Bootcamp. What um, types of clients did you like carve out as your niche and your market share like within this large metropolitan area? Like who are your dream clients? Who are you serving? Yeah, so right now I love serving strong, confident, independent women that are most of the time living on their own with their own um, dispo- to, with their disposable incomes like to themselves because those are traits and qualities that I very much resonate with how I used to operate in my formal, former lifestyle. And it's just like what you suggest in your course. Like I'm first serving those that I can really relate to because then I can naturally connect with them. And, um, you know, hopefully in the future, I will expand into families specifically once I start to grow my family, hopefully, and I'll get a sense of like what that lifestyle is kind of like, you know? Yeah, I think it's so true because I mean, I don't have children. Maybe I, maybe I'll be a mother in this lifetime. Maybe I won't, I don't know. But um, I always found that it was really easier for me to speak to those busy executives, those people that were, you know, just always working, right? Like workaholics, you know, they're caught up in that rat race and that hamster wheel. And they just simply didn't have the time to create the systems for themselves. And, you know, even just helping them organize like, their laundry room so that it made it a lot easier for them to throw in laundry every night or their um, coffee station in the morning for their breakfast so that it was more of a streamlined morning routine and not this like scattered crazy situation right it's just it's crazy like how much these little things add up to really make people's lives easier for sure like it's it every little like um space that makes a difference in your life on a a daily basis it could be like once it's transformed it could really just make the biggest impact ever um and i think that it when you do like when you transform a small space with um a big impact like it obviously just makes somebody more productive and efficient and without even like trying and knowing it you know Mm -hmm. It like compounds over time in a way. It's like all of those missed seconds and minutes of the day just add up to them. Yeah. So what are your favorite, you know, parts of a home to organize? Like I know some people really niche down and they're like, I love organizing closets or I love organizing garages or pantries or, you know, what's it, what is it for you? Yeah, I think for me, so I get asked to do a lot of kitchens and I do love organizing kitchens, um, but I think I, I love organizing playrooms, utility closets, and laundry rooms the most, just because they, um, like, playrooms I haven't done so much of, just because I haven't serviced families so much, but I've done a couple, and 
I really loved just being able to organize all the different toys. Um, it just like, and, and being like helping like train a child and a mom into like a system, which, you know, like, which I said, like, I would love to service that for the future, but just dabbling in that a little bit is exciting for me now. And then things like utility closets or like just a, um, a closet, like in a small, um, apartment where that's like your go-to like jack of all trades closet and trying to do like Tetris with that to make sure to, to kind of like fit everything in there. Um, I love doing that just cause it's super challenging and laundry rooms or a laundry area because it's like you, a lot of times people don't realize like how you can make changes to your laundry room and make your laundry go so much faster than they're doing it right now. And then when they realize that change, it's just like pretty dramatic. So I've, I, I'm like somebody that I like, I love the reaction. So my like uh, love for space, for organizing the space is like dependent on like the kind of reactions <laughs> that I get to those spaces. Yeah, and I think like those three areas that you mentioned, like obviously if you're a mom and you have kids, you know that the playroom is like, you know, comes in clutch every single day because yeah. you can send the kid, okay, go play with your blocks, your toys, your whatever, your, you know, little play mats and things like that. Yeah. Um, and then like the utility closets, like you said, or even like a hallway closet or like a coat closet, you know, things like that, where you can really get creative and utilize vertical space and set up those systems, yep. you know, whether you're installing hooks or shelves or racks, or even just like organizing what's in there. Cause sometimes it's scary to open up a big closet, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Yeah. So it sounds really functional. Like you're helping create functional spaces. Yeah. Um, that's like, probably I would say the most priority, especially for a city like Chicago, where people have decent sized spaces, but of course it's not going to be as big as like a suburban house, right? So the, the priority is to make it all very functional in a smaller space. Yeah, that's awesome. I just think it's, it, it makes so much sense to me when I train organizers and I coach organizers and I speak with organizers that have that knack for creating systems and creating solid systems that are going to grow with them. So like you mentioned, you know, having the playroom and really teaching those lifestyle habits and those lifestyle changes to the client, because yeah. the last thing you want to do is come in and, you know, tidy up a playroom and create systems and make bins and baskets and labels and all that. And then A, they're not adopting it or B, you know, they're asking you to come back almost as like a housekeeper. And then it's yeah. like, well, I didn't really help you, did I? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. And I think like, it's so important to train kids earlier in their lives, all these habits of, of where to put, how and where to put things back. And if I can make a difference in making that happen, like, that is so rewarding and that is so awesome. And I train like adults too, right? For their offices and their kitchens, but it's even cooler when you're helping this like small human from <laughs> when, you know, from like uh, their child to making an impact to their adulthood. So that's, that's like why I would love to get into families. I just right now, like I resonate with that particular kind of woman so much. So that's just what I'm naturally also getting um for my clients to be but yeah I would love to do families just so I could like work on like training kids 
Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool how like there's just endless opportunities in this field. And I think so many people, you know, they stay stuck on the fence because they're like, well, I don't, you know, I know I'm good at organizing. We're always like naturally good at organizing. That's like the thing yeah. that I hear over and over. It's like, you were always really tidy and neat as a kid. You were never that kid that had to be told to like clean your room twice. Yeah. Um, and you know, and you maybe, I don't know, like I have stories. My mom has told me of like alphabetizing magazines in my brother's dentist office when I was like five, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, where you just know that it's your life path. Like, you know, that it's your me. And yeah. so what would you say to those women that like, they know they're great at this, but maybe they're on the fence. Like you have just created this kick-ass business over the past six months and like you did it, you know, you came from a fluffy salary and benefits and I'm sure insurance and all the things. So mm -hmm. like, how did you, how did you do it? Like, what's your advice for those that are kind of stuck right now? I think that my advice would be to really embrace what nourishes you because once you embrace what nourishes like your insides, you're, it's going to make you money. Like that money will come. It may not come right away, of course. So I do recommend to have, you know, some, you know, savings and talking to a financial advisor to make sure that like you can, you, you know, you're in a good position to open a business, but in terms of like leaving your cushy, um, job, like if it's not nourishing you on a day to day and you're not excited to like get up every single day and, and do that, then you need, then it's finally time to do what actually really makes you happy and it will naturally all just come together in time. Um, and taking that leap is, can be really scary, but once you start doing once it's just the going from zero to one is the hardest thing I would say. But once you're in the one, like you just end up running with it because you're, you're so you're happy. You love doing this. And you're like, all the ideas are coming to you and it's, it's, it's going to start like snowballing, you know? So, um, that would, I, that's what I would say is my advice. That's so true. Like the first step is always the hardest step. It's kind of like, if you're trying to like, I'll give two examples. It's kind of like if you're trying to lose weight and say it's like January 1st of the new year and you set your resolutions and you're like, I'm going to lose five pounds or 10 pounds or whatever you're going to lose. And you're like, damn it. So that means I have to start tracking my food and my sleep and my water today. And I have to meal prep and I have to, you know, and it's like, ugh, and it just seems like so grueling and daunting. And then you do it and you find your flow and you find your groove, just like you said. Um, or like when you're going out for a run, like say, I remember back in 2014, I lost a bunch of weight and I'd never been like a runner in my whole life. I'm like five feet tall and I'm like just this like muscly thing. And so I'm like, not like a runner. I don't have like a runner's you, body. You beat me. I'm 4'11". <laughs> oh my gosh. We're about a shorty. Yay. I think I was like, okay, so get this. This actually relates. I was like 4'11 and three quarters forever. And I never could hit that five foot mark. And I actually lost like 40 pounds in 2014 after I started running and my posture got better. And so then I finally uh -huh. hit five feet because my spine wasn't being like, you know, weighed down. So that's oh. my story of being short. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to try to work on that so I can get to five feet now. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, work on the posture, work on the spine. Um, but yeah, it's like taking the first step of a run. Like, you know, when I was 40 pounds heavier, do you know how freaking hard that was to be like, I'm going to go for a run today? Like those yeah. are words I never thought would leave my mouth. So yeah, the first step. Like, it's almost like when you're like 
plopped on the couch and it's just so hard to like get up because you're so comfy and you're so cozy and you just don't want to get up it's just like it's it's once you actually get up and you're you go and do the stuff like that stuff is not as hard it's just like going from the couch and getting up that's like so hard <laughs> yeah I love it and it's you know it's like the um it's like Isaac Newton, you know, classic quote, like whatever's in motion will stay in motion. And so it's like, once you're in motion, like you do really gain that momentum. So I love your idea of, you know, zero to one is the hardest step. And then one thereafter is so much easier because like you said, you get that, you get those quick wins. Like you get those endorphins where you're like, Oh my gosh, somebody visited my website. Like I remember when like somebody that wasn't my boyfriend visited my website and I was like, so excited. Like, who is this person? (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. No, I'm still in that phase. I would say where like anytime I get like a stranger view or stranger, uh, engagement, I'm just like, Oh my God. And then all of a sudden these like ideas just like rush into my head and I'm like, oh my God, I never knew I was a genius, you know? And then like, (laughs) it's just like, you just get on this like high and it's, it's totally like that, like the high kind of starts when you're at one, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. It's like really creating that momentum. I think it's just so key. So thank you for saying that. I love it. And you know, it's a funny story guys, for those that are listening, um, Pooja actually found me via YouTube and um, I had recorded, okay, so this webinar is like not my best work. So, you know, you can look at it if you want, but um, it's called how to start a professional organizing business with zero dollars, because I'm a big fan of just like Pooja said, you know, taking action, action cures fear, get out there, create that momentum. You don't need to sit around and wait to have a certification or spend yeah. thousands and thousands of dollars at NAPO to try to get started. Like it's just all BS to me. And so I think you can start a business for $0. So anyway, Pooja found this um, webinar that I had done like literally two, three years ago, and it just lives on YouTube. And I just let it sit there because I'm like, ah, I'm not going to delete it. I guess it's helping people because it has like 3000 views now. So apparently it's helping people. Um, But she found me through there and just really like inspired me to do more in my business. So just thank you for being that person that kind of lit my fire again, because I was a little burnt out before. No, thank, thank, I mean, I'm so honored that I was able to like relight that fire. Um, I just know that like, I remember when I saw your video, I was like, wow, like this, this woman is great. These are all the things that I want to do. This is what I want to be. This is kind of what I already am. I just need to like figure out how to, you know, make that happen. And so when I saw you, like, I totally related to you. Like, I felt like, you know, we were around the same age and you like the way that you introduced everything really like just resonated with like a go-getter um and I think it also would help people that like are scared to just like get up and be like motivated to do something so thank you for keeping that video on YouTube (laughs) yay yeah it's so cool you know and I think like just like as we talk about in my co-organizer bootcamp course you know finding your ideal client finding that niche really becoming that lighthouse that can attract and be that light that you know circulates over the big black dark ocean that's kind of scary sometimes when you're starting your business can you be that lighthouse for somebody and really attract them? And so I'm so happy that my lighthouse on YouTube worked. And I'm so happy that your lighthouse in Chicago is working for your clients. I just can't wait to see what you do next. I'm so excited. Thank you. Thank you so much. I like, I can't wait for um, you to come out with all the new things that you have in store. And I think it's going to be like, so great for people who are 
thinking about doing this and getting them from zero to one. Yes, I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna like have <laughs> to like put, I'm gonna have to like you know tag you every time I say that. But that is that is so cool. So thank you so much for being here today. And where can people find you if they want to connect? Yeah, so uh, you can connect with me on www.lovewellness.com or on uh, Instagram at lovewellness.com. Or sorry, love wellness, just the uh, the handle. <laughs> Yay, at Love Wellness. Yeah, she has awesome um, colors, brands, fonts, logos. Her website's amazing, super clean, fresh, gives me that feeling of, you know, like ease and flow. And like she's going to come in and help my anxiety and my chaos. <laughs> so, like, you're definitely doing it right. So, everybody go connect with Pooja on the gram and on her website. Check it out, see what she's up to. And we'll see you next week for another episode. Thank you so much for having me. All right, talk soon. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you'd leave a review or share it with someone who'd also benefit from listening in. To stay connected, follow at Pro Organizer Bootcamp on Instagram, join our Pro Organizer Bootcamp Facebook group, and learn more about my coaching programs at ProOrganizerBootcamp.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.